Hello there and welcome into another edition of the Intersection Podcast with conversation highlights from the Meeting House on Faith Radio about a variety of topics including news, information, and lifestyles approached from a Christian worldview perspective. On this edition of the Intersection, you'll hear highlights from Faith Radio Meeting House Media Central at the 2021 National Religious Broadcasters Convention held recently in Dallas, Texas. Coming up, you'll be hearing some pertinent comments from Star Parker of the Center for Urban Renewal and Education, or CURE, who discuss concepts upon which our nation was founded based on freedom consistent with biblical principles. She contrasted those concepts with those furthered by people who would want to take that personal freedom away. Also, Mark Gregston of Hardlight Ministries and Parenting Today's Teens shared words of encouragement and direction for parents as they seek to please God in the raising of the teenagers who have been entrusted to them. And coming up on this edition of The Intersection, I had a chance to sit down at NRB with retired Colonel Alan West, who leads a unique concept in North Texas in which dozens of ministries share not only office space, but a sense of commonality in doing God's will. Learn more about the Hope Center ahead. Finally, it's one of the filmmakers involved in the immensely successful series called The Chosen, Daryl Eaves. He visited Faith Radio Meeting House Media Central at NRB as well to share about the concept of the series centered on Jesus. He offered a glimpse into those who interacted with him. Well, this is The Intersection, a production of The Meeting House. I'm Bob Crittenden. Star Parker is the founder and president of CURE, the Center for Urban Renewal and Education. She stopped by Faith Radio Meeting House Media Central at the 2021 NRB Convention in Dallas to discuss concepts upon which our nation was founded based on freedom consistent with biblical principles and contrasted those concepts with those furthered by people who would want to take that personal freedom away. From that conversation at NRB 2021, this is Star Parker now. Star, you just gave a list of rules, rules uh, to keep people back, to hold people back. We've seen that. We've seen that during COVID. That is something that has been a major issue of discussion is, is restricting people's freedoms in the name of public health or restricting people's freedoms in the in the name of furthering the LGBT agenda, right. restricting freedom in the name of furthering critical race theory. So right. you, you see the freedom agenda, which I think I would say is the biblical That's right. agenda. It's mm-hmm. consistent with scripture. Mm-hmm. And then you see the secular the other pagan. Side, yeah. the, the secular. Yep. Can we find a, can we find a better word than progressive? Because that's not what well, it not. is. Well, it, 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 uh, well, unless you're saying progressing into paganism, uh, because they are antichrist. But what we what we are learning and what we are uh, discovering after a year of 2020 and COVID is that freedom still is alive in our hearts. Freedom is still alive in enough people's minds that they knew something was wrong when they began to look into what their children were studying in school for the first time, maybe because we've grown accustomed in our society just to turn our kids over 
over to a government-funded, um, union-controlled environment. And now parents are saying, wait just a moment. So we're starting to uh, see that light again at the end of the tunnel where people are fighting back. Even here at NRB, you have a whole lot of discussion about how to push back against this uh, insistence that religion can no longer be in the public square, how we can fight back. One of the colleges here is here. Uh, suing now because they want them to, you know, use their their dorms to include these uh, trans and it's a Christian school. So although, you know, we're now the persecuted church, if you will, and we're uh, kind of people are discovering that, wow, what happened? It just slipped away. Uh, we are also the empowered church. I think that we are recognizing our role in this society and we're going to recapture um, the hearts and minds of the people of America. All right, so let's, you talk about the empowered church, and I believe, and I see it from my vantage point, mm -hmm. being in Christian broadcasting, Christian media, you see pockets of, of churches that are alive and vibrant and doing the work of the Lord and honoring Him and seeing a lot of great work that is being done in various communities, and we should certainly praise God for that. Mm -hmm. We also see in addition to the empowered church, and I was trying to think of another E-word that would would go in, in line with that, but a, a church, we see that there are pockets, there are streams of influence, we were talking about this earlier, mm -hmm. that have tended to weaken the church, yeah. philosophies of the world that have taken root. Oh, I in know, the e, church. The empty church. How's that? You could say that. That's good. <laughs> they're, they're empty from the inside. I want an E word. Okay, we got the empowered church, but it is a remnant church, the empowered church. It is a Gideon army out there still trying to fight the, for truth to be in the public square. But you're absolutely right, Bob, that you do have an empty church. They're empty of the Holy Spirit to say, wait a minute, we're just going to give in to the social justice movement and act like it's got relevancy. We're going to give in to Black Lives Matters and actually get out there and march with them. They're Marxists. What is wrong with us? Marxists hate Christians. So you're absolutely right. Not only are we now fighting to be in the public square as a, as a Christian people, but we're also fighting within the Christian church to say, wait just a minute, how consistent or inconsistent are we going to be with what God said in, in his word? And what are we going to do with the examples of the disciples who are willing to serve God and not men uh, when it came to protecting the interests of the gospel? You know, you are absolutely right. I think that one of the reasons that it tears up my heart is because we work in the community and with the pressures of communities where they're the weakest, where they really, they've tried all of this social justice, they've tried all of these divisions, they've tried all of this government, and the people are weakened as a result. And then they fight us to not have our voices there. We were trying to run ads last summer in the middle of their so-called peaceful uh, summer of love inside of some of our most distressed zip codes. And the, um, the ads were basically, uh, they were billboards to ask people, if you're really tired of poverty, you just need to do these simple things. Mm. And Black Lives Matters demanded those boards to be removed by Clear Channel. And Clear Channel caved in and, get, and took the boards down. And we were just trying to talk to that 12-year-old and that 14-year-old who really needed to hear some truth. We had a little scripture on there from Proverbs 10.4. You know, we just, they need truth. They're, everything in their lives are broken. Their family's broken, their community's broken, and they have all these so-called politicians out there speaking on their behalf that are telling lies. Uh, so it is important that we, the body of Christ, uh, not our empty church. <laughs> we're, we're a power church. <laughs> Star Parker from Cure here on the Intersection Podcast. You can learn more by going to curepolicy.org. 
Well, at NRB 2021, I had the opportunity to spend some time with Mark Gregston of Heartlight Ministries and the radio program Parenting Today's Teens. In the course of our conversation, he shared words of encouragement and direction for parents as they seek to please God in the raising of the teenagers who have been entrusted to them. From that conversation, here now is Mark Gregston. So I want you to put on that hat as being someone who is helping parents to navigate through this toolbox you've been talking about. So you open up the toolbox for home improvement. So what's what's in there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I think think there would be a bundle of what I would call rest. You know, your kids are being faced with stuff that we've never been faced with before especially in a covid time that that your your kids have been have been forced to remain at home your kids have been created for relationship and their world of communication has changed in the way that they communicate with one another and so they don't do a whole lot of connecting they do a whole lot of communicating fulfilling that need in their life to have relationship and here's the problem that gets cut off and and perhaps the way they relate gets reduced to what they can type out on a phone or text or put in Snapchat or Instagram or, or what they put on Facebook. And, and you know, it's all those wait, things. Wait, wait, what did you say? Facebook. <laughs> you know, I mean. I just want to make sure I was hearing you yeah, correctly. Yeah, yeah. It was. Yeah. It was. Okay. Because this is what happens. Because adults <laughs> do it, too, is that we put all the wonderful things that are happening in life. We cherry pick all the beautiful things in life. And we put it out to other people. It's like everybody posts all their vacations. And it makes me feel like. How come everybody else is on a vacation but me? How come everybody else is doing all these great things but me? For kids, the way they post things and and do this comparison thing with one another, it steals the joy out of life because they're never good enough. And they want to have relationships, but they're having a tough time doing that. Okay, so that's one component of the socialization. The other component is this need for rest. Because the world has changed so much, your kids are more intense. And chances are half of your listeners who have kids have a child who may be diagnosed with either anxiety or depression, having a difficult time engaging. And and so home needs to be that place that you can find rest for your soul. You can find rest. As Jesus said, come to me, all are weary and heavy laden, and you'll find rest for your soul, not condemnation. Not condemnation or, or uh, not anything that, that, is, that is pushing the child, but something that says that you can find rest here and this is a great place for you. I think in that toolbox would be a roll of duct tape. Um, <laughs> and parents, would do, a, parents yeah. would do well to take off a piece and put it across their mouth and hush. You know, it, it, we've spent a lot of time telling our kids thing now is the time during those adolescent years to start listening to your teens and figure out their heart you become a student of their heart so you can find out what's going on so you can offer them what they need at a time that they need it the most and i think one of the greatest challenges that a parent has is they they keep talking so much so moms do this quit talking quit talking (laughs) and allow your child to to talk to you so that they can come to you to get the wisdom that they desperately need. Because sometimes moms have this way of talking so much they push a child away. And I don't say that negatively. Everybody knows this, that women possess more knowledge than all the men in this room put together. Any one woman does. And when a mom talks way too much, 
then what happens is that child shuts them down and that child will never get the wisdom that they desperately need from the mother that loves them the most. And so I'd say, Mom, give it a chance. Try 24 hours. Don't talk. And watch your kids draw to you. And dads, do this. Quit trying to fix everything. It's okay for things to be undone, disheveled, for them to struggle and have a tough time. They want to be heard. They don't want to be fixed. And when us as dads who, I mean, I fix everything. I just fixed your, I just I just pulled apart the, the headset that we had and Absolutely. fixed it and untangled it. Because I because if there's a cord, I'll tangle it. That's right. And so, I'm, I'm wired that way. I'm fixing it. No pun I, intended. Yeah. <laughs> and I want to fix it. But my point of it is, if I always keep telling my daughter that she needs to be fixed, she doesn't want to hear that she's broken all the time. She doesn't want to, our son doesn't want to hear that they're broken. No man likes to hear that they're wrong. Am I right? Oh, of, co- of course sure. I'm right. Sure, of I course mean, you're right. Yeah, and so there's a part of it where I go, so don't feed into that as a mom or dad. Use the ears that God's given you and listen to the heart of your child because that's what they need desperately because nobody's listening to them. And that's one of the major problems with this whole generation of kids right now. Mark Gregston from NRB 2021 here on The Intersection. You can find out more by going to parentingtodaysteens.org. He's written a book called Grandparenting Today's Teens. Offer your grandkids what no one else can, and you can learn more through grandparentingtodaysteens.org. This is the Intersection Podcast, a weekly production of The Meeting House, and you can find out more through meetinghouseonline.info or by going to the programming section at faithradio.org. You'll find a link to the Media Center. That's where you can go to listen to or download full conversations with recent guests featured on the Intersection Podcast. Also, you can find links to the Intersection Podcast through that homepage. Two blogs are accessible. One is the three with three stories of relevance to the Christian community, and the other is the front room with devotional thoughts and commentary from the Meeting House. And you can follow me on Twitter and access the Meeting House Facebook page. Plus, there's a link to video content. Again, that website address is meetinghouseonline.info, or you can go to the programming section at faithradio.org. Plus, content from the Meeting House program can be found through the Faith Radio app and a variety of podcast platforms, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn. Learn more when you go to meetinghouseonline.info. Well, at the 2021 National Religious Broadcasters Convention in Dallas, I had a chance to sit down with retired Colonel Alan West. He is president and CEO of a unique concept in North Texas called the Hope Center, in which dozens of ministries share not only office space, but a sense of commonality in doing God's will. From that recent conversation at NRB 2021, here now is Colonel Alan West. Today, we're going to be talking about a a ministry outreach in which you have been involved and are involved. It's called the Hope Center. You are the president and the CEO of the Hope Center. So, Colonel Alan West, let me first of all thank you for your service. Thank you for your service, not only to your country, but also to our Lord. And it's great to have you here at NRB 2021, sir. It's good to be here with you, Bob. And uh, it's uh, just great to be in a position where we can serve our, serve our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ at a, an incredible facility. I've been associated with the Hope Center now going on five years, previously a board member. Last year, I've been the president and CEO. 
It's a unique place, uh, unlike anything in the world, 185,000 square feet uh, office building facility that houses 60 different Christian ministries under one roof. Oh, that is outstanding. I want you, and I've talked a little bit about your, your career. Tell me about the path, the way that God has led you into this position. Well, it was amazing. I was speaking at a uh, Dallas prayer breakfast, and the gentleman, uh, Stan Keith, who was the current president and CEO, was there, and he heard me speak, and he said, hey, look, uh, you know, he introduced himself. He said, you know, would you mind coming up and visiting us at a place called the Hope Center? And he described what it was all about. I was like, sure, this sounds incredible. So went up there and did a tour with him, sat down, met folks, met some of the ministries that they had there, and uh, he asked would I consider maybe being being on the board. And I said, I'd be deeply humbled and honored to be on the board, to be a part of something that is so incredible and unique by bringing together all these ministries in a collaborative environment to talk about how they can uh, spread the gospel of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So when you think about 60 ministries, and of course, something that Faith Radio, that, that we're all about, is trying to serve as a hub through which ministries can collaborate and communicate what God is doing through their ministries and to promote individual events and such. We see that happening in our area as ministries work together. We look at churches that are partnering together, and we realize that as we do things together, that makes us stronger. So when you, the thought of 60 ministries being under one roof, now tell me about the, the philosophy of that and how these, these ministries have really come to be a part of, of this Hope Center under this one banner. Sure. One of the things you have to have is the 501c3 status. We also want you to have the ECFA certification. That's like the Christian Guide Star Charity Navigator of Form 990. So we have some criteria that you have to meet. And also, we have a statement of faith that we want to make sure that you're consistent with. We don't want the wolves and sheep clothing, you know, coming in there and saying that they're a Christian organization, but they're really not. And what we have are four different categories of ministries. We have international ministries like East, West, East three, uh, many others that are, you know, spread out across the uh, the globe and all the different regions. We also have uh, Christian counseling ministries. And we've seen an incredible uptick of that coming out of COVID, especially with our young people. We also have a lot of women's ministries, orphan outreach ministries. Uh, and then we also have what we call the cultural societal ministries like First Liberty. Retired Colonel Alan West here on the Intersection Podcast. You can find out more information by going to the Hope Center dot o-r-g well finally on this edition of the intersection podcast you'll be hearing from one of the filmmakers involved in the immensely successful series called the chosen daryl eaves executive producer of the series visited faith radio meeting house media central at the 2021 national religious broadcasters convention to share about the concept of the series centered on jesus but offering a glimpse into those who interacted with him here now from that conversation is Daryl Eaves. This has become somewhat of a, of a phenomenon. People are really gravitating, resonating with the message of the chosen. It really, in its simplest form, I guess you could say it is a, a telling of the greatest story ever told, but there's yeah. so much more to it than that, I am sure. So for, for someone that may not be familiar with the chosen, let's start with that. Give me an idea of 
how you would describe yeah. this series. So the show is a multi-season show. That means more than one season. Thank you. About the life of Jesus Christ. But what we're doing is showcasing it through the perspective of those that he called. And so you're seeing their perspective of Jesus's story and his ministry and how he impacted the world, but through the eyes of the disciples and the people that interacted with them. So you are in your second season. We yeah. are, we are. Yeah, it's been, it's been a, a rough journey, um, you know, getting to this point. And the biggest thing is, you know, even getting the money that's necessary to even produce something like this. We didn't have Hollywood or something, but what we did is we reached out to our the community, which didn't exist, shared <laughs> shared with them Dallas's vision of getting it out to the world, about sharing the, the, the greatest story ever told. And what happened next, Bob, is we broke the all-time crowdfunding record in film and television. We raised $10 million from 19,000 people who became our partners, and we were able to produce season one of the show. So basically, and let's... Let's focus on that for just a moment because it's really something that is is quite impressive. You basically have 19,000 investors yeah, super in fans. this overall yeah. process and yeah. it's it's a it's a concept called crowdfunding. Correct. So give me an idea about how it is that and of course we recognize God's hand in all of this, but how is it that you really wanted to go in or saw that it was was best done to go in that direction? So I think it, it needs to come back to how I found The Chosen. Um, so I saw a short film that Dallas Jenkins made on the life of Jesus, or I'm sorry, the nativity, the birth of Jesus Christ. And it's through the perspective of the shepherd. And I'm like, if this guy only had a few thousand dollars to produce this, and it, it, it affected me this much, um, there, there has to be more. And so luckily the person that was showing me the film wanted me to meet Dallas the next week. And Dallas shared with me his vision of what he wanted to create. And I'm like, well, if he could do that amazing work and touch me to the core on just a few dollars, what could he do if he had a real budget? And uh, when we introduced the idea of crowdfunding, he laughed. He says, that doesn't work. <laughs> and luckily, we had uh, Jeffrey Harmon, Neil Harmon, myself, who worked together on about seven different projects over the course of our careers of doing things that people think is impossible. And basically... Uh, you mentioned in the beginning of this, it's about people, about culture, and it's like people want great content. They've always wanted it. And people will get behind things that they want. And they will be able to support the things that they want to see done. And all we need to do is get the message out. So that's where uh, my skill set came in, helping Dallas navigate the social media world of getting enough content for him to share his message, which then in turn, uh, was able to raise the money that got us to to uh, season one at least. Well, something interesting, Daryl, is that you know when you have when you've been to national religious broadcasters a few times as we have and had the opportunity to talk with people and you actually interface with them at this point on their yeah. their ministry journey and then you 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 see the fruit of what they've done. Right. That's kind of I had the conversation with Neil Harmon. I guess it was 2019 maybe yeah. in Anaheim. And he was, I think that The Chosen was either about to come out because this was NRB in spring. Yeah, we were debuting The Chosen at NRB. Yeah, we were and, debuting yeah. the first, first And it was close episode. to Easter. So exactly. That, like, yeah. Timely, it's great. People are there. We actually, um, I, I took a picture of Dallas presenting on stage. There's only a handful of people in the audience. Like We were like, okay, this is, this is going to be a problem. And we found that it was hard to get people to watch. But once they did... It, it touched them enough 
that they do what all humans do is share what they what they care about and so people started to share and two became four four became eight eight became 16 and it just started to multiply until we're at here today daryl eaves here on the intersection you can find the chosen through your app store you can also go to watch.angelstudios.com front slash the chosen well, we are about to wrap up this week's edition of the Intersection Podcast, a weekly production of The Meeting House. You can find out more through meetinghouseonline.info or by visiting the Faith Radio website. Just go to faithradio.org. In the programming section, you'll find a link to the Meeting House homepage. Through that homepage, there's a link to the Media Center, the place you can go to listen to or download full conversations with recent guests on the Intersection Podcast. There are links to the podcast, including to the Media Center as well as to iTunes. Two blogs are accessible. One is The Three with three stories of relevance to the Christian community, and the other is The Front Room with devotional thoughts and commentary from the Meeting House. And you can follow me on Twitter and access the Meeting House Facebook page. Plus, there are links to video content, Coming soon, content from the 2021 National Religious Broadcasters Convention in Dallas. Thanks for joining me for this edition of the Intersection Podcast. I'm Bob Crittenden.